Welcome back to Lunch Logic. This is Luke. This is Devin. And this is John. Today we're going to talk about math again. <laughs> now, John believes that math is an invention. And I find that very interesting because uh, Devin and I actually strongly believe that math is more of a discovery, right? Mm-hmm. So I want to hear John's opinion. All right. So, well, so my belief that math was invented is sort of going along the lines of languages and because I also believe that languages were invented. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and so I think that math is almost completely analogous to language because I think language, you're using words uh, to describe things that have happened, can yeah. happen, and yeah. all those sort of things. And so when I think, I think math is, at, in essence, exactly that. You're using uh, like addition, subtraction, multiplication, and any sort of function um, to model or predict real world, real world events um, that you see in nature. Sure. Yeah, I think that this is something that we talked about when the first time we talked about this. Um, I, I, I agree with you. Like, yeah, I, well, I think at least that the part of math that is invented is the language, the characters and the how we relate things to each other, stuff like that. I 100% So characters as in, like, addition, subtraction, multiplying, exponents? Sure, yeah. Something, is that what you're talking yeah. about, John? Um, well, so my the comparison goes a, a little bit deeper, and I don't know if you guys want to state... Um, your guys' opinions um, first, or if you would just like me to, just like me to go. What do no, you guys think? I mean, we can. I mean, yeah, we can. Sure, yeah. Yeah. So, um, I'd say that we we think math was discovered because, right. just because like how accurately it can describe the universe. And on top of that, I think there are quite literally an infinite amount of evidences that prove math is a discovery and not an invention. Like, um, I don't even know where to begin because there's so many, right. but, <coughs> um, yeah, where do I begin? Like, okay, the sum of three angles in a triangle mm -hmm. is 180 degrees, mm -hmm. pi radians, sure. so it's like flat, right? Uh -huh. Or the sum of all the angles in a rectangle is 360 degrees. Um, I mean, those are some, like, patterns that everyone knows, mm -hmm. but, I mean, those are the obvious ones, but you can go to, like, um, I mentioned how, like, the sum of some, what do you call it, infinite series yeah. is almost, like, scary, uh, how, how do I put this, um, I don't see those patterns as coincidences. So if you do like, and I mentioned this on Dr. Willem's podcast, okay, uh, like one minus one over three plus one over five minus one over seven plus one over nine, uh -huh. and you do this over and over, it converges yeah. to pi over four, uh -huh. and it exactly equals pi over four. Mm. That's certainly not a coincidence, right? Or um, I actually put this on my TikTok video <laughs> a few weeks ago. Uh, if you have so Pascal's triangle, right? Yeah and you shade all the even numbers 
and you see the contrast between yeah, the yeah, even and odd numbers, you get uh, the Sierpinski's, Sierpinski's triangle, which is an infinite fractal made uh -huh. up of triangles. Uh -huh. Or, and sure, you can see those patterns in pure mathematics, but on top of that, even its application, like, uh, like trying to calculate the volume of whatever or trying to calculate the final velocity of this object in this yeah. whatever whatever and i think math is just incredibly perfect and accurate and i i don't see that as uh an invention of humans i think it's so incredibly perfect that i see that as a discovery mm -hmm. i see that as an invention of the universe and not of humans. Right. Yeah. Okay. Now what's your response, John? Well, so when you say all these things that math can be seen in this, 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 and this. Yeah. I think that kind of using an analogy, I think math I think when talking about invented versus discovery, it's it's important to consider like what drives the other. Like which one controls, um, like, which one influences the other one. Okay. So, I think that, like, all those things are because we see them in, like, because it's a reflection of, like, what we see, what I was talking about earlier with language. Yeah. Because we're modeling um, like everything in our world that when you when you keep digging deeper and you sort of have a framework built in like reality yeah. that you're going to find n that you're going to find it continues to reflect reality when you like probe deeper and deeper and even when you do like some of these like random things like shading certain um certain numbers inside a Pascal's triangle and stuff and stuff like that. And so I think it's because it's a because we use because we created math to model our universe and to understand how things interact. I think that when we dig deeper into our universe, we find that some of the rules that we created initially um are not created yeah rules that we created initially to describe it still apply purely because the re the reality they're modeling has not changed and that th those rules still apply further down or deeper into yeah. into reality yeah well i oh go ahead but if you say that those rules are invented then shouldn't humans be able to change those rules change the rules of mathematics but we can't do that we have no control of changing reality or the laws of mathematics because they're discovered and we, like you can't square or you can't change the fact that a square plus b square equals c square it's just it's just truth yeah it's just what it is it is what it is like that's just unchangeable and if you say that that is one of the rules that we have invented I think that's kind of I don't think that's the right way to view it because we have invented the symbols we have invented how to express this idea of a square plus b square equals c square 
in terms of numbers and alphabets. Mm -hmm. However, its inner meanings, what, what, what the uh, theorem represents are real. They just right. exist. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, yeah. So I think what I think where this conversation kind of like gets a little fuzzy is when you talk about, well, what is reality versus what is math? Because I yeah. think when you when you're modeling something and and using it as a tool to analyze like how math is used to analyze the real world, um, I think. Oh, shit, I just lost my train of thought. When you use math to model the real world... Okay, I just had a... T no, it's okay. Wh wh where did I... <laughs> Chat amnesia. <laughs> what uh? Um, maybe you're trying to say something along the lines of, like... Well, when, when, you, when you... So if we create the language and we, we set it up in a way that... Um, you know, is used to describe things in reality. And, you know, we've refined it over um, thousands of years or however long. But, like, yeah, obviously when you, when you do that, you're going to get to a point where math and reality are pretty similar. But still, there's a, there's a distinction, I think that's what you're saying. Like, there's a distinction between strictly the way we describe it and how it actually is. Yeah, so I, I thank you for drawing my memory. <laughs> but I think what I was trying to get at is that you're pointing to that like the a squared plus b squared being in, I think that's a property of the real world. Mm -hmm. And we use the tools of math to describe it because physical like obviously in right triangles physical lengths can't exceed each other because then yeah. that becomes it, it becomes physically impossible right and so I think we you can't change reality and it's math is like a tool to describe reality but we could change the tools we use to describe reality. Okay. And you might say, well, like how else would that look? And I'm not 100% sure how a um how a different like tool yeah or yeah. what a different tool would look like to describe a squared plus b squared equals c squared purely because this I've been exposed to base 10 math my sure. entire life exactly yeah and so I think it's sort of I think it's pointing pointing to that is like pointing to the fact that you can't change reality but I think you can change the way you describe it which is math okay so I think there's an important very important difference in how we define math because me and Luke are thinking of math as not as not necessarily only as a tool that's used to describe but as the Patterns. right it's it's the fundamental laws of the universe like like it's it's I mean things are 
governed by these mathematical principles, right? I, I have a question. Sure. Is is it the universe? It is is it math that's governing the universe, or is it the universe that's governing math? Um this is a very philosophical question. I, I think, think uh, go ahead. Oh, no, you can go ahead. Okay. I I I think we've been thinking about it in terms of the 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 universe math is a part of the universe but it's also like the rules of the universe so yeah it, it math governs the universe now if you we can try we can try to hypothesize about why this specific form of rules is, is put in place and why that governs the universe but yeah I, I definitely think that like all the laws the, all the principles that they kind of run the show you know so I think you were talking about how we can describe reality in different ways and which means we can quote invent different math so for example we have base uh, the base 10 system where we represent numbers uh, from 0 to 9 and we just write every single number using 0 1 2 3 to up to 9 yeah right so if you look at pi, right, um, 3.1415 and mm -hmm. so on, obviously it's not, that's not what it, um, we, we shouldn't focus on what it looks like or what numbers make up pi. We should try to focus on what this represents. Mm. Um, so what, what is pi? It's the ratio between a circle's circumference and its diameter uh -huh. and you can I mean I guess you can argue that uh, a perfect circle doesn't and cannot exist in the physical world right because pi is irrational yeah. and um, you know we live in a universe where uh, a, a thing, a physical thing, cannot be infinitely small. Uh -huh. There's like, like uh, what do you call it? The Planck's constant. Yeah, yeah. So we we can't make a, a literal perfect circle. However, I do think. I I don't see, and I mentioned this, like, the fact that pi appears in so many different math theorems, and f different physical phenomena. I just don't see that as a coincidence, and I think those constants exist, uh, perhaps not physically. Um, I mean, you can even argue that like this universe was. Um, this is this kind of goes back to the idea of Platonism, where abstract concepts like numbers yeah. exist, not physically, but they're somewhere. Right. Right. Yeah. And I I happen to believe in those things. I mean, maybe they do who knows, ex uh, exist physically as well. But the thing I do strongly believe is that those numbers exist, those laws exist, those theorems exist. We just express them in our own ways. Mm -hmm. For example, using the base 10 system, like I've mentioned. Yeah. So I don't think, I think the wording I've used in my argument has been a little, or my point of view has been a little bit confusing. I think that I'm not trying to necessarily get at how it looks okay. because I, I do agree that it's 
So the thing that kind of triggered this thought in my head was when you said that you have to think about what it represents. Yeah. And so I think when you're dealing with, well, what does this represent? I think then you're going up another layer in like the chain of command of what influences what. So I think when you're talking about like the ratio between a diameter and circumference of the circle, you said, well, it doesn't matter how pi actually looks. And I would agree, because you can write pi in like any base you want. Yeah. But when you say, what does it represent? I think you're, you're pointing to the fact that it, it represents something in the real world in, well, maybe not in the real world, but in abstract that, that, is, that is modeling something in the real world. And so I think when, when you like start moving up, well, it, when, it doesn't really, it's not math when you're saying it's, it's, it's from the real world. It's, it's just the real world. <laughs> I mean, I think that pi is driven by the ideal real world, like you were saying, stuff can't perfectly exist in our reality, but in the ideal reality, it could. Mm -hmm. And so I think that when you look at other phenomena that are related to pi and related to different math concepts, you can... And I know this probably isn't this probably isn't good for a podcast, but like if you have two different I mean I'm referencing something in the real world for those who are listening. If you have two different objects, and let's say this is a like concept knowledge tree. Okay. Let's say you're talking about like we'll just say the area of a of a of a circle and a and pi or the circumference formula or something like that. Okay. I think there's not a direct link between those two. It's mm -hmm. not this is the direct link of math. It's that there's another link that enters and we'll say this half the table is the real world. It goes back to the real world and then there's real world relationships that exist in the real world. And then so you'll go you'll hit a couple other maybe a couple other relationships about like how like area uh, the derivative of area is like its circumference and then oh you'll pop back out into math land and so that direct correlation doesn't exist huh. and so that's what I kind of trying to get at that it's the real world that's driving math and that the reason you can't change a squared plus b squared equals c squared or sine of pi over 4 is root 2 over 2 is because you're modeling something in the real world and when I want to say sine of pi over 4 is 2 instead of root 2 over 2 the error comes into play where you're saying oh hey that doesn't match reality anymore yeah. and well the only reason it has to match reality is because 
That's how we define math. We define math based on reality. Interesting. We define math based on reality. See, I, I happen to believe that math or perhaps information is fundamental, meaning the world is based on mathematics. And I don't, I actually do think there is a direct correlation between those things that John was talking about. Um, so John, do you believe that the, I don't know if this is a good word. Do you believe that the laws of math can exist without the physical world? I think in abstract, of course, anything can exist, but I think they lose all their meaning because a squared plus b squared doesn't mean anything unless you're pointing to something in the real world because that relationship of the area of the, of the two sides of a triangle equaling the area of, its, of the square of its third, that exists because we know what area is. And area is a concept that exists in the real world. And so I can say anything, any, I could describe any sort of relationship that I want. I could say c to the ninth equals b root four plus one equals e. And maybe that does mean something, but it just doesn't mean anything in our reality. And so you can say anything is true. And I guess, I guess that's sort of an interesting thing is that the reason math is like valid in most of our minds is because it models the real world. But in essence, math is just two things that equal each other or in the in terms of equations it's two things that equal each other yeah. and whether that has any basis in reality maybe doesn't matter but I think in the way we think or the way we think of math currently it only makes sense and is quote unquote correct math if it models something in reality and follows the, the laws of of our universe because I could say that 2 plus 1 equals 2, but maybe that's in some relationship, that's just some abstract relationship that doesn't have basis in our reality. And it's still math. And it's, and it, and it's still math in... So... I don't think that's math. And I think that's okay. that's my perspective is that if you say that those things are math, then it it sort of breaks down the fundamentals of math because math doesn't work if you say 2 plus 1 equals 2, right? That just sure. that okay. that breaks everything. Mm -hmm. And it breaks everything because well, it breaks everything because it no longer follows the patterns we see in the real world. Yeah. And so it, if somehow in the real world I could get have two apples, add a third one, and one of them disappears, or add a third one and it just magically vanishes, the two of them combine or something, uh -huh. that, that would make sense, but it doesn't, and that's why it is deemed incorrect math. Right. 
Okay. Um, but I, I, I still, what I'm getting from that is that there's like, there, there's fundamentally a direct correlation between math and the universe. And like, to me, it's not even a correlation. It's like, they're pretty much the same thing. Like it's math equals the universe, you know? Yeah. Right? So, I mean, when you create math to model the universe, because my perspective is it was invented to model the universe, when you, when you do that, it, like, the universe ends up driving the math and not the other way around. Interesting. Well, I, I, I think, well, yes, humans, we created our system of math to, to model the universe. Mm -hmm. But I think, like, that, that, that stuff, the concepts existed before humans. You know, like, like it. Uh. So, yeah, of course, if there was a right triangle somewhere yeah. lying on the ground, of course the side lengths follow the, the uh, Pythagorean theorem, mm -hmm. but we didn't, it, it doesn't have any, it doesn't have any meaning without math des describing it. it. Or math doesn't have any meaning without it being there. But what, what if it, those things are true because the universe was constructed with the laws of math? So since the beginning of time before humans even existed or bef before consciousness even existed, those things are true because math is fundamental and that's why the only way to draw a right, tri or you can never draw a right triangle where it doesn't follow the Pythagorean theorem. Or where you, you can never draw a circle where the ratio or where uh, its circumference divided by its diameter is isn't pi. So <clears throat> I think this is or it's kind of like which came first, the chicken or the egg. Yes, yeah. I was gonna say that. Yeah, because it's either it, it. I think the question we're asking is which one controls which. Mm -hmm. That does the universe drive math or does math drive the universe? Mm -hmm. So, um, if okay, if the if math drives the universe, then there was. Well, if math if math drives the universe, then math would have had to be discovered, right? And yes. Then, and then the other way around, but if the universe right. drives math, then it's... See, I think... Okay, so I think what I know what John's trying to say. So if the universe drives math, then I think that kind of explains why the laws of math have to be the way they are, because... I mean, try to imagine a circle where its circumference is 10 times its diameter. It's impossible. It seems like pi has to be the only number. It, the pi is the only pi. It's the only constant that can describe the relationship between a cir circle's circumference and its diameter. So I get where uh, John's coming from because, you know, I guess that kind of explains why the uh, or how the universe gives meaning to math itself because it seems like the laws of math that we have right now are the only 
understandable, only like possible way to describe this world. Um, but if if you go back to saying how math describes, or so math came first, so math describes the universe. Those abstract concepts existed not physically because if you say physically then it's a paradox because if you say math existed physically then there's already a universe and our arguments wrong so if something like math existed in the platonic world not physically and it's fundamental the universe has to be the only or the universe has to follow those laws because it was made with those laws that were fundamental and existed before the existence of the universe, right? I don't know. I don't know if math existed before the universe. Because I don't, yeah, I don't either. Because I think I think math was created to describe the universe. Like all the stuff we know about calculus was created to model rates of change and and uh, infinite sums of real-world concepts so that we could continue to describe more real-world concepts. And so when you model all these mathematical concepts from things in the real world, you, you take them and, of course, they end up modeling and, of course, they end up being more useful than what we originally intended them because the universe is so inter interconnected sure. that when you go to describe things adjacent to them, you find, oh, this concept I used for um, to describe concept A also describes concept B because concept A and B are so closely related because they are defined that way in the universe. Yeah. I think it's a good thought, but I think one thing that we haven't thought about is that it might not be about like or there might not be like one came before the other like I in my mind they are the same thing they it, it's it's not math was before the universe it's like math is the universe they were created at the same time because they are the same thing you know but then that begs the question of why is the universe the way it is why are the laws of mathematics the way they are well I mean, that's just beyond. Beyond physical, huh? Well, beyond questioning. Well, but it's... Okay, so does that <laughs> mean we should stop trying? No, 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 no. 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 But, but that's, that's a different discussion is what I'm trying to say. Huh. Like, it, like if, if, if math and the universe are the same thing, which is how it is in my eyes, I mean, well, that explains why everything is so perfect, why... You know, you can't have a right triangle that doesn't follow the Pythagorean. Um, I mean, I feel like that's the most solid explanation. But Yeah, and if there was an alien civilization living 10 billion light year, years away from Earth, then I think they would have, obviously they would have uh, different symbols and perhaps different base system. Yeah. Um, what the math or the method of them describing the world would be the exact same as us describing the world. And I think that's because we live in the same universe, and so it's, it's the universe linking our maths, our, 
our different our different maths whatever together not maths linking our universe together see but when you say maths like it's that doesn't make sense wait, to wait, me wait. like you can't you, just you said can't. The, okay so you're saying the universe is linking the math together and well, not vice versa right like e each math pulls from the this one universe that universe. we're all living in yeah but like to me that doesn't make sense because there's only one math i'm not thinking about it in terms of like the strictly like the base 10 numbers that we use or the symbols i'm thinking about it as the idea well i think the idea of math is to describe things in the universe the way and so of course when both civilizations try to describe things in the universe they'll end up with the same in essence thing mm -hmm. and so I don't know what drives the universe and I don't think anyone currently does mm -hmm. but I think that what we what we consider math is pulling from the universe and then whatever that higher level is is something that's not math. Yeah. Yeah, I think this is this is the big um, conundrum with this argument is how you define math. Because right now I'm defining math as not the system that we use, but John, you are defining it as the system that we use, the system that's taught in all of our schools, like across humanity. Well, but and at the like same time, it's like its position. Like he, we have a. Uh, I think we have different opinions on where math yeah. like stands. Yeah, you know? like it's we believe that math is like fundamental it, right it's it's like the essence of math is math but so that means that um you know human math isn't necessarily the idea of math it's just pulling I, from the idea of math which is what you say and i agree with that too so i guess you guys are attributing the universe's the universe's actions or laws to right. math and then our like I'll call it the math alphabet the characters sure. and symbols yeah. are pulling and describing from the universe yeah and so I think where it's just that order of the universe versus the the, the math yeah and so, yeah. so I think that's kind of which came first, the chicken or the egg type well, of argument. Okay, if, if now that we've got here, did, would you say that that, okay, our understanding of math, our idea of math as like higher than human math, was yeah. that invented or discovered? Because you repeat that one time. So our, our definition of math as not the math alphabet that humans use, but as like the laws the universal laws and you know what everything runs by was that invented or discovered so the the universal laws that everything runs by yeah that is discovered discovered okay hmm. <laughs> uh, see so well, John, i mean uh -huh. i mean well Still, what, cr what, what, why, what, like, what, what was, what, it had to be created somehow. So it was so invented. 
or was it? Well, I think like <laughs> that's um, a different topic. It's, it's, it's the chain of command. It's something created the universe, and yeah. the universe created math. Yeah. So or the universe created humans, and we created math based on human or based on the universe. Sure. So, it, so from the human perspective, our our, our like uh, uh, base ten whatever like that that is invented, mm-hmm. but the the universal laws those are discovered, and then maybe from the universe's perspective, it the the, the its laws were invented, and then something even higher. Um, the laws even higher were dis- were um, discovered. You know, like yeah. that's the chain. Um, so, John, I was thinking about how I was thinking about the if whether if the universe uh, came before math or math came before the universe, um, and it seems like we're kind of having this argument because at least my pre-assumption was that this universe is the only universe possible at least within our span of imagination, right? So, like I said, like, you can't imagine a circle where it's, where pi isn't Mm 3.14, right? And um, if there was another universe with different laws of mathematics math would be different math would be different because now the laws of math math isn't mathing right? <laughs> yeah like what I was saying if you have two apples and you add a third one to right. your pile and there's only two still there yeah, yeah. that's different laws of something and that doesn't follow math as we know it and so if I created math in that alternate universe, that two plus one equals two would pop up in that universe. And so, and but both of those things are still math and they both make sense in those individual universes. Yeah, yeah. And so I think that's why math is below the universe in our or chain of command order. All right, thanks, John, for coming out to our podcast. Yeah. It was a great conversation. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's a great conversation. Thank you for having me on here. Of course. Yeah, hopefully so, we'll get you back sometime yeah, soon. I'd love to finish the conversation. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll think of something new in sure. between now and then. Yeah, so. let us know. All right, All right cool. sounds good.